Welcome to Green Room Chats, a podcast about the intersection of our faith in Jesus and being excellent in our craft. I'm your host, Tyler Hutchinson, and today we're sitting down with three remarkable students, each bringing a unique perspective and journey. Adam Bishop, Anthony Hanau, and Daniel Ivey. In the craziness of high school, friendships ebb and flow, and amidst the noise, there's a yearning for connection, understanding, and faith. Today, we'll hear from Adam, Anthony, and Daniel about their experiences within CYT Dallas, the challenges and joys of navigating high school friendships, and the anchor they've found in grounding their relationship with the Lord. So, whether you're a student, a parent, or someone looking to understand the intricate dance of faith and friendship, this episode holds insight, perspective, and a whole lot of laughter. So, grab your script, get comfortable, and let's have a chat in the green room. All right, boys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, happy people. I am here with a dream team today. I am here with uh, Daniel Ivey. Hi, I'm Daniel Ivey. I'm 16. Um, <laughs> Not yet. You just like oh, jump right in. Wanted me to... Not yet, no. bro. Just, okay, like, I'll wait, I'll wait. just say hi to the people. Hi, guys. <laughs> keep that in. This man just like... Keep that in. Just go. Just go for it. Okay, so I'm here with Daniel Ivey. Um, I'm here with Adam Bishop. Hi. And I'm... <laughs> here with Anthony Hanel. Hey. Uh Dream how are we doing? Doing pretty awesome. Good. Pretty good, yeah. Good, yeah. good. So we just got done with Christmas. Mm. So uh what's your favorite part of Christmas? The food. Yeah, the food <laughs> so is good. really good. The gifts, the gifts too. Even though that shouldn't be like the, the main thing, but like it is a thing. I though. like I like the gifts. Like Are you a gifts person? That's that your love language? I guess no. That's like but you just like gifts. I like gifts, but like it's not like my top love language. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. What'd you get? I got a camera. Come on. Yeah. You yeah, could be recording this right now. Yeah. You could have brought your camera. It doesn't record well. Like, well <laughs> no. What's it for? <laughs> it's very photography oh, like, oh, okay. in pictures and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what about you? Uh, what's my favorite part of Christmas? Yeah. Oh, uh, presents, food. Uh, candlelight services. Mm, That's a good one. A good candlelight service gets you oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It get you right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Skipper? Um, Skipper. Probably just a mix of everything. Just the the family time, the food, the presents. The uh, candlelight services are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually go down to Dallas, my grandparents' church, for each Christmas Eve, which is kind of a tradition. It's fun, but yeah, so. it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, once again, here with the Dream Team, and um, we'll start with you, Daniel. Who are you, and uh, who are you? My name is Daniel. I'm 16. Uh, my first show at CYT was Shrek. Uh, that was a fun show. Then I took a little break. What like year was that? year-long break. Uh, 2021 spring show was cool. Shrek. And then I missed the next season, but then I joined during School of Rock. Uh, did Godspell. That was an amazing show. So much fun. Um, and then here I am now, done yeah. every show since, uh, I've been doing theater since first or second grade. So, um, been in the game a while. about 10, nine, 10 years now. Um, so yeah, That's it's just, time. I love that. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony. My name is Anthony and, uh, I'm 16. I'm a junior and I've been in CYT since like 2018. I think it was Camp Rock was my first show. It was a while ago. Was that 2018? That was a long time that ago. That was a long time ago. Last month. We did that at Lamb of God. That was at Lamb of God. Yeah. It was a good show. <laughs> um, lots, lots, lots of sequence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, COT was really my first theater thing. It was, I was in like fifth grade. Yeah. And I've been like off and on. But like now I'm like here. I'm like mm. in, okay, okay, okay. I try to, I try to be uh, high school. High school. <laughs> not here during Matilda. <laughs> not here for Matilda. <laughs> high school theater is interesting. In, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, trying to get out of it, but it's okay. It's okay. I love it. We I'm here, I'm here now. Sure. It's all good. It's all good. Adam, 
Um, I'm Adam. This is like an audition slate. I'm Adam Bishop. <laughs> I'm 17, and I'll be singing. <laughs> um, uh, and I'll be singing Giants in the Sky. Yes. Okay, that was my first audition slate. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, uh, same as Daniel, I joined CYT um, for Shrek in 2021. Took a break for football season, baseball season, football season again, then joined. <laughs> And I've done every show since School of Rock. Uh, I just wrote a, a, a piece about School of Rock the other day because it was the first show where we like hit 90 and we were all like oh, yeah. losing our mm-hmm. minds. Because we were like, it's School of Rock. No one's going to do this show. Surprise. I never thought I would do a show. And then I, I saw the announcement. I saw School of Rock. I saw that there would be um, live instruments on stage. And I was like, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we did not know we were getting ourselves into when we did that. But it was fun. It <laughs> yeah, was it was so fun. fun. It was uh-huh. so fun. So people still talk about it. Oh, yeah. Because it was so cool. Mm-hmm. So you're a junior, Daniel. No, you look kind shaking of. your head. <laughs> Homeschooled, <laughs> so technically I'm like trying to cram two years into one and graduate next year. Technically I'm a sophomore. But That's crazy. Uh, trying to graduate at 17 instead of. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that you were technically a sophomore. I didn't know that. Technically, yeah. All right. But. I'm. Ca- I guess. I guess it'd be called in the middle since yeah. I'm trying to go yeah. dr- graduate early. But yeah. So you're a soft junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess you could say that. I guess you could say that. <laughs> uh, Adam, where, where you at? I'm. A, I'm a junior. Okay. Um, I'm technically done with high school. I'm doing all dual credit work. Mm. Um, throughout. But but yeah, I'm a junior. Junior age. I love that. Yeah. Junior. Yeah, I'm a junior too. Junior, junior. Yeah. I love it. Part of CYT is just there's just a lot of time commitment, you know, for classes and rehearsals and practice and all of that. So when you're in school, um, what's that like, like juggling school? And some of you are also working. Some of you are not. Some of you are anyway. But like, what's it like to just juggle and have all the stuff going on trying to get it all done and hopefully all making you know a's and b's yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing my best sorry sorry it's uh it's a lot um yeah. but it's worth it and um yeah i i work uh do high school in cyt all at the same time and um CYT is so fun that you just have to fit it in your schedule no matter what. Yeah. Uh, I'm homeschooled, so it makes it a little it bit more easier. Is. More of my schedule, but um, the time commitment to me is very much worth it. Mm-hmm. I have to say, it's it's nice to be homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can do some homework, um, take a break, and learn to dance. And then, <laughs> like, yeah, and then go right back to school, yeah. learn some vocal parts, go right back to school. <laughs> Cool. You're the only one here that's not homeschooled. I'm public school. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. <laughs> it's worth it though. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> so worth it. But it, it it does get a little busy, especially during Tech Week, because that's a lot of homework. But I'm I'm managing, I think. And you're also actively involved in your school's performing arts. Yeah. So it's like even more time. Yeah. So I have like two theater groups. That I got a balance and school and yeah. friendships and relationships. Yeah. So. Which one's better? I'm just playing. I'm just What tips? What tips and things are you guys using to like stay on top of your lives? Um. So staying on top would be exaggerating for me. Uh, <laughs> say, uh, it's just. Honestly, just cram everything in when you can. <laughs> not not CYT wise, not rehearsal wise, but like for me, school wise, like <laughs> weekends, uh, not during rehearsal are my time to grind because um, I work during the week and nights are my time to grind as well. Um, something that really has helped me is like a like a block out schedule so I can visually see like okay, mm-hmm. this is when I'm gonna do school, this is when I'm gonna uh, I'll be at work, and this is when I'm gonna work on. CYT stuff and lines and dances mm-hmm. and all the things like that. But that's what's helped me. Yeah. The um the new workbook we got from Matilda is Come on. Nice. Yes. What's, what's um, this new very workbook? Nice. Well, you would know okay. if you were in the show. <laughs> no, uh, you can schedule out when, when you're going to work on stuff. It has um, a thing called Beat Sheets. Yeah. 
which I've used on my first two scenes, which is really nice. It's like, for me, when I played John the Baptist, people would say, do your character work. I don't know what character work <laughs> is. <laughs> um, I mean, I just kind of read the monologue, but now <laughs> now I know how to... Um, how to uh, act, create, yeah. a, create a character. <laughs> yeah. 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 So work. the, the, the workbook, we created this workbook that is, um, it's actually funny because we're already working on version two right now. Oh yeah. Like after <laughs> we've seen it and it's cut in people's hands and we're already getting feedback and like I saw it, I'm like, ah, I would do this differently. Anyway, but anyway, so the workbook is just essentially, um, helping people create holistic characters, how to create yep. practice logs and how to manage their time with, uh, their their private practice time um, and it's got you know some of the sheet music in there it's got some tools on how to study music and it's got the beat sheet and the choreography block things where people can write the formations out for the different dances um, so yeah it's just like a yeah. workbook yeah. <laughs> can you cut out some of my stuttering back there <laughs> <laughs> no we'll leave that in for the people <laughs> gotta make it raw <laughs> um yeah, what you what are you working on? What do you do? I How think do you balance uh, your life. I kind of just do things when I feel like it. <laughs> but I, <laughs> y'all are all just kind of like I like, like a general consensus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I try to like make a schedule, but like it's hard to keep because like new things pop up throughout the week, and it's just like hard to like stick on the schedule and like do everything in order. New things like what? Like relationship, friendship, hangout time? No, like homework and like. Oh more theater stuff and like theater at school and like that adds more yeah there is of course you have been in cit for a while mm -hmm. so i'm assuming that you all have like goals whether it be in cit or outside of cit um like what are your what are your goals or what have been some of your goals have you achieved them have some of them changed did you used to want certain things and now you don't um, just kind of what's your overall vibe for how your CYT journey has gone in regards to like goals and roles and, oh, and I have a question because we were, I, ha I had a question <laughs> oh. I was going to ask. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. But I'll ask that later. Okay. So anyway, oh, just I like, I have question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, so what's your, what's talk to me. So I guess, uh, I do after high school, uh, I would really love to pursue performing arts and. Um, the professional performing arts world probably stay somewhere in the realm of theater. Um, I've done a couple things film-wise before. Um, the feel is very different between the two. Like they're whole, mm -hmm. they're two whole different worlds. Um, but theater and you know the live audience and the thrill of that and the thrill of you don't have a retake if you mess this up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the fun part. Yeah. Um, the adrenaline rush. Um, I think CYT has really been good at preparing um preparing me it's it's very similar to how i feel that the professional world would be um just the way that they do everything like the call boards and the rehearsals and the you know this full-on schedules and the the tech weeks and things like that it just has that very professional feel to it whereas other places that i've um, been are more like go with the flow which <laughs> is like go with the flow it's it, it's its own thing, but that's a Nemo reference right yeah. there, for, for those of y'all that know. Uh, and it's 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 definitely its own thing. Um, I don't know if it works as well, but you know, I don't think it does. I I, I just prefer I just prefer for a schedule. Um, but yeah, so I'm which is interesting because y'all's life is not necessarily very scheduled. <laughs> Ooh, that call out right there. No, I'm just saying. Just a quick observation, out, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it adds some schedule to my non-scheduled yeah. life. Exactly. But yeah, so uh, looking at, uh, haven't decided, um, I'm seeing where the Lord is going to lead me. I've got a couple options after high school looking at um, this school called YWAM. Has, uh, it's called Youth with a Mission. They have a performing arts program. Uh, that's really really cool um and a couple other things similar to that rather than just jumping into auditions right away but that love could that. be an option too love that. so the only um the only thing i do after high school with performing arts is just community theater yeah which would be fun maybe with like my family in the future that would be cool. i don't know um that'd be so fun that oh would yeah be really cool. what do you want to do after high school um i am getting a 
psychology degree at A&M. Mm-hmm. Maybe a yeah, licensed cool. counselor. Yeah. yeah. We could have a CYT therapist. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh, Hire me. <laughs> Hire me. Yeah. CYT certified. We'll therapist. give you your own office and little <laughs> yeah. cool <laughs> desk. Ooh. You know. Yeah. I'll do some shows too. Squishy big bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There'd be plenty of uh, tech week drama for you to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I'm going to send you to go talk to Adam now. He'll have his own separate room backstage. <laughs> you just hear, like, after Tyler says it, you just hear bum, bum, bum. It's like a long line outside of your office. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody during Tech Week is just so wonderful. Um, I'll be yeah. there after auditions then. <laughs> <laughs> now that, <laughs> that is definitely that. Before, before and after. Before when that callback yeah. list comes out, <laughs> bump your rates up. Brutal. <laughs> um, all right, what you got? I think I just, I want to like stick with performing arts, you know? I'm just like go on broad- Broadway. <laughs> but like that's kind of big. And it's, like, really hard to, like, pursue and, like, get to that level. But I feel like with enough practice and commitment. Baby steps. Baby yeah, steps. exactly. I got it. You've become quite the dancer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I don't, I mean, there's better people. I mean, that, I, I mean, mean, obviously, always there's always going to be someone better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think just because there are better people doesn't make you less of who you are. You know, true. true. You're definitely you're, you're. I'm trying to get there. Coming up in the world. I'm stretching. Yeah, <laughs> I'm stretching daily and trying to. I'm trying to get this. Because you're wait, you're talking about your splits the other day. Yeah, almost. I'm trying to. I'm kind of close. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how you measure it. I don't know how to measure it. <laughs> measure it. You just can't you are on the ground or not? I guess I, I'm not on the ground yet. <laughs> Sometimes, well, some days I am. Some days I'm not. Just do your your toe touch and then just hold it and land. That's a, that's a good <laughs> that's idea. Hit the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think musical theater. But also film could be cool. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. producing my own films and directing. That could be cool. I don't know that you can't do both. Just do it. True. I, I will. I will. I said just do it. Okay, so here's my question to all of y'all. Because this came up the other day. <laughs> okay. When it was like, uh, I want to go after this role. I want to, like, okay. So I know this is kind of a shift in the conversation, but mm-hmm. I just remembered it. So it's like, I hear it all the time oh, yeah. where we're getting ready to do auditions, you know, and people are like, okay, I picked this song because I'm going after this role. And I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, like I want, I'm going to go after this. And I'm like, someone please explain it to me. And one of y'all said it the other day. I don't remember who it was, but one of y'all said it. So, I just want to know what in the world does it mean <laughs> to go after a role? So I th- do. You, do you want to get? Oh, okay. I I think <laughs> I think. Okay, you see the the monologue list. Okay, the list of the monologues, and you you kind of just choose the one of the character you most want to do. Or you yeah. most want to play, and then um, you have two options. You can either choose a song also for that character, or if you want to go broader. Choose a song that's more like another character. Or like for the show or something. And it's selfish, but <laughs> if you want to be that part, then yeah. you want to get the directors to see you as that part. Okay, so then the monologues mm. are hindering us then. Is that what you're saying? Oh, What do you mean? Why? Because, like, uh, is it giving people false expectations and false hope? Like it's like contrasting almost, you think? Well, if you're, mm. if it's, you know, because like back where I'm from, back, back in my day, <laughs> you know, you just audition for the show. You know, Mm -hmm. so there wasn't any like, oh, I'm auditioning for this role. You know what I mean? Like, would I love to be a role? 100 percent. But it wasn't like I was going in the room trying to be, you know, Gaston or whatever. You know what I mean? I I always use the Gaston Gaston references. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) I need a new show. Who is Uh, Gaston? Go go in there and be Shrek. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. (laughs) You know, but. Yeah, so I don't know if it's like actually helping or is it hurting. I don't. That's what I was gonna well, say. Like, I think I hope it doesn't give people like false hope because they're like, I'm the only one, or like, there's only like three other people that have said that they're going for this role, yeah. and then they end up none of them end up getting callbacks for that role like somebody mm-hmm. else does. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think it. Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't say like super hurting, but like it. Oh. I don't. I don't know if it's helpful per se. Mm. I is it? Hel- I think it's helpful. Is it hurting the show as a whole, or is it? Or are you asking? Is it hurting I mean, like or people. helping us? Yeah, yeah, you guys. 
But I'd say it helped me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this I think, last time it definitely helped you. I think they're good. So, well, yeah. See, I um, I, yeah, I just kind of acted kind of like my character that I wanted it, and I and I got that character. I'm not saying it's directly from that, but I think it helped um, the directors see me as that character. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like it shows like your acting skills instead of your sheer singing. Mm-hmm. So like, and I feel like. Even if there wasn't a monologue, I'm going to choose a song similar to the yes. character I want. Mm. So when you guys say, I'm going I'm going for this character. I base my material off of yes. that character. Exactly. Mm. But yeah. then there were people who were like saying that they were going for characters that didn't even have monologues. And I was like, which is harder. But like, I was like, I mean, sure. You do you. Have you found it helpful to go, quote, go for a specific character or go in and not go for someone specific but just to audition i think it it just helps like prepare your audition and like oh i'm gonna kind of act like this character instead of like a whole show because i feel like getting material that is based for the whole show is more difficult than a specific character because there's more to go off of on a specific character for godspell for example um i mean for for older guys like us, there was Jesus, John the Baptist, and Judas. I kind of just um, just saying, or I was I was very general with my audition, but um, and for Music Man, there's not a older teenage guy role. Um, Except for Tommy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> Except for the character that Daniel Ivy played. Yeah. Well, well, Daniel's more Tommy than me. I think. That is true. Um, but um. For those, I kind of just um, just chose a song I could sing really well and just acted out the monologue. But for Matilda, I wanted a specific part, and I chose a song um, that was similar to that part's song, and um, and I did that that character's monologue. Okay, so what happens when you want a character so badly, and you like work for it all summer or whatever? <laughs> you know, like people are like, "I worked so hard." <laughs> <laughs> gave up Thanksgiving dinner so I can oh, practice no. or whatever. You know, um, you work so hard for this character and then you don't get it. That's tough. That is tough. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say that to people. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, you can. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 consequences. On. <laughs> um. So how do y'all handle that? Uh, when it's happened to me in the past, it's like. Are you willing to share when it happened? Yes, I am. Uh, let's see. I was in Susical five years ago. Uh, and Was this at Harvest? No, no, no. I've never. <laughs> the, only, the only show I did at Harvest was at Harvest Lantana, I did Annie. Okay. Um, and I played Rooster in that one. He was, he was pretty good. That's all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, but I was going for Cat. Um, but I didn't even, I, I don't think I've ever really, like, taken out like a year or like however long yeah, to prepare right. for a singular character but i mean maybe like a, a month mm-hmm. is how long i took to i guess prepare for him and then i didn't end up getting it i got a, a wickersham brother and i wasn't very happy but i you know i think you get over it but i also have never had the experience of preparing for something for that long mm-hmm. and then not getting it but i could Im- imagine it would only be like a bigger letdown i think it's tough because like there's some roles I've won in the past, and I'm just like, I worked really hard. And then I didn't get him. But I was like, I'm always like, the director saw something in him or her. I guess him, because I'm a guy. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> they saw something in him that they didn't see in me that they want for their show. Yeah. So I like get over it quicker, because like, okay, I don't fit their show. That's okay. There's another director out there who wants me. So a lot of times we hear people say, I worked really hard. Mm-hmm. We hear that a lot a lot like i worked really hard for this role um and so my question often is and i guess this is my question to y'all do you work really hard for the role or do you work really hard to get better mm. Ooh. preach i'm genuinely asking because I, I feel like well i'll just let y'all answer i work really hard for the character okay and i probably should change that because <laughs> like getting better is always like the ma- the most important thing I have a really specific answer. Okay. Um, I think I work harder 
um, acting wise. And then for singing, I'm always just trying to get better. Oh, oh no, no, wait. I said that wrong. <laughs> I work harder for a character mm-hmm. acting wise. And then singing, I'm always just trying to get generally better. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I agree. I think uh, I've really mostly only ever like worked at a, at a character uh, with the intention of trying to get that character. Mm-hmm. But I think along with that comes getting better because obviously like the more you Agreed. work at things and the more you um, adapt and, and change to things, the more, you know, the more it's going to, the more ability it's going to give you the next time you're going to do a similar role yeah. or even maybe not even a similar role. Like you work on your singing, you work on your singing. Um, yeah. But it could be for, for a specific character, I think, or it couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so so Tyler, <laughs> when when you're sitting <laughs> oh, at, that, <laughs> at that at that table during auditions, and you hear like the first note of somebody's audition, does a character pop in your mind? Generally, no. Okay. Oh, generally no. So, no, uh, yeah, no. Okay. Not even if it's like somebody that you just. I mean, because I think I've heard you talk about how there's been a couple times where you like you immediately like knew that that's who you were going to cast, right? Mm-hmm. You said that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I assume then, but most of the time, I mean, there's like, what, 120 kids in Matilda? Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, it'd be harder, I feel like. Well, I feel like most most of the time when I watch an audition, I want to see a really good audition. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to look, like there are some people that I'm like, man, you're just a smart performer. And, and then it's up to me to go, oh, wow, you're so smart and you're so intuitive that I can almost put you anywhere. Yeah. You know, and it makes me like kind of like it's almost like a game because I'm like, mm, like this might be fun to see you do this. Mm. It might be fun to see you do this. And to me, I would rather do that as opposed to someone that goes that I can clearly tell that this is what you want. Like everything about your audition has like laser focused on that, which to me, that can either help you or it can hurt because it, it could help you because if you're like solid and you're like the one and there was nobody else in the room better than you, then it's yours. <laughs> but if not, then like, mm, I don't see you as X character and you committed so much to it so much so that I didn't really consider you for anything else because you just, mm. that's all you gave me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so for me, I just look at like really smart performers. Like there are some people that are just like intuitive, you know, and they get up and they can just, you know, flex so would you so would you recommend uh doing contrasting monologues and songs over mm. similar ones um i would generally always recommend contrasting okay. monologues and okay. songs just because once again it, sh- it, sh- it shows your versatility as a yeah. performer you know what i mean like For sure um but once again you know that's a choice you know you could also choose like you chose adam to just like i'm just committing i'm i'm like i'm in it and i'm here and it worked it works too it worked but it is a risk you Mm -hmm. know it's a risk um but i i personally um and i think it it's better when you're going after more like of your caricature type roles you know that are very like abnormal right like Mr. Wormwood is very animated, you know, he's (laughs) very, you know, he's, he's kind of out there, you know, uh, like Lord Farquaad is very just out there, Uh you know what I mean? Like, and there are some roles that are just like, they're more conservative, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like even Miss Honey or Matilda or, you know, uh, but then there are some that you like, you kind of have to really, really commit to. And so I, I can understand that perspective, but you know, people are like, it's like <laughs> Jane Doe number 28. And they're like, I worked so hard. <laughs> yeah. To be like, uh, you and every other eight year old. You know what I mean? Like, yep. It happens. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So, what is it like? What is it like auditioning for a show, not getting the role, or not being in the ensemble that you wanted, or the tap ensemble, or whatever? What's it like finding out your outcome of your casting? And then having to be in relationship with people that got what you were hoping for or Ooh. wanting or, you know, or and then working with them or uh, what what's what's that dynamic like? Because you are all friends, most of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I'm not I'm not assuming that you're friends with every single person at CYT. Okay, you know what I mean? That yeah, would be uh, a little difficult. That would be a little difficult. There's a, a lot of people lot now. Of people. Back when we had 12, I was like. Everyone will be friends you and hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
12 yeah. people. We started yeah. real small, brother. Should have done Godspell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, because we didn't. Have, we wouldn't have added Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what was your question? <laughs> I don't. Even, yeah, I don't remember. It was like working with people when they oh, get yeah. with working oh, with yeah. people. Okay. I guess just. I guess this is a great conversation to have about not only working with people that you know get what you were anticipating or what mm-hmm. you were hoping for or whatever. But I guess just relationships in general, because like at CYT, there's a lot of people, you know, yeah. and there's a lot of different personalities, right? There's a lot of people that you have to work with. Some of them you get along with, some of them you don't get along with mm-hmm. as well. You know, how do you find that balance of like respecting people and trying to honor them, even when you don't mm. necessarily vibe with them or you <laughs> maybe even feel like they because of character wise don't deserve this role or what, like whatever those emotions and those dynamics are of all these relationships, which I don't know them. I'm just curious how, what is it like navigating the relationship scene as you also try to produce art and be in community with, with each other? I think, uh, and even this could be in the context, context of not even because you're mad that they got the role that you wanted. Um, but I think just in general, like even if you just don't vibe with somebody and you're just, you both are at um, opposite ends of the spectrum and you you don't want anything to do with them or anything like that. I think uh, even from a face standpoint, it's so important that you're clear about not 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 always clear about how you feel to them. Like, you don't always. <laughs> yeah. <do that>. Just <laughs> um, for clarity's sake, I don't like you. <laughs> um, not that, but to a point of where like, uh, you know, if they're going too over the line and they don't get that you are not the the biggest um i don't know how to say this biggest fan of them and <laughs> um if they just 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 they're just doing too much um i think it's important that like i said don't 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 always depends on the situation so much but uh number 1 i think everybody is deserving of respect no matter who they are because Preach. uh <laughs> we are all created in god's image um I have to remind myself of that on the daily. Yeah. Like anytime I see somebody, I'm like, Ooh, I don't know what they're wearing. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, that's, uh, you know, can't think like that. Right. Um, because that's not how the Lord wants us to, to think about other people when we don't even know them. Like we just see them for the first time. Mm-hmm. You're like, what the heck? Um, but I think respect is super important. I think um, clarity of your intentions in your own mind because like if you just like don't like somebody just because you don't like somebody like you know i get it like not everybody clicks and not everybody has chemistry you can't always express that out loud so i think finding a way to respectfully express that and um in a way that's not gonna like hurt the other person but sometimes i think people also need to hear the truth even if it's blunt and Mm -hmm. even if it hurts because like a lot of the times and this is just so general like you know, people are going to do things that are going to hurt you and people are going to, and rather than like a lot of people would say like, suck it up and just move on. Uh, I think it's a good learning point for the other person. If they actually care about your opinion and what, and what you say about them to let them know in certain situations, like this is how, uh, I feel. And this is how I feel that you've treated me or things, things like that. Like, so clarity is really important. I think mm-hmm. I was thinking like distance yourself. Just, like, as much as you can. I know because it's probably hard, like, in a rehearsal standpoint. Like, if you're, like, in a scene together, it's, like, you can't distance yourself from that. <laughs> yeah, because she's yeah. playing your wife or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, even, like, on the sides, like, if you're not working on a scene, maybe just, like, distancing yourself and just, like, taking some space before you, like, go back into talking to them and just, like, just to clear your mind before you, like, say anything. <laughs> not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think um, you just have to just force yourself to be humble Mm -hmm. because in a perfect world, (laughs) (laughs) if everybody was just always uplifting everybody else, then I mean, that would be a a perfect world. But um, (laughs) uh, uh, there will, we just have to be the people that are humble. You you have to decide for yourself and there will be the people that are and the people that aren't. And also like, don't be fake. (laughs) <laughs> don't because like, like one way or another people are gonna find out oh if you're yeah, yeah. Person. <laughs> like it's just like you just you can't just like there there are both sides you guys like are laughing like you got experience with this or something 
Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, throughout high school, there were like plenty yeah. of plenty of those people who were just like, either. I guess a good example, if since we're this is a theater podcast, uh, think about <laughs> Mean Girls, like people like that who are just like, never seen it. Nice, <laughs> no way. nice. So same for like <laughs> the show of it, right? And then like, but on the sides and like in their personal time, I guess even they're just not even the same person at all, or like even close to the same person. Uh, so it's very important to not be fake. Mm-hmm. Also for the f- the feelings of your friends and yeah. uh, <laughs> the emotional stability of others, I guess. Do you feel like people are fake? Be- like in high school, like have you guys um, encountered people that are fake because they're trying to be li- liked? Or what's the part? Like what? Why, why be? I- I'm too exhausted to try to be somebody I'm not. <laughs> Mm. so i don't get it it's it's always something specific for everybody i think mm. and i mean you'll see somebody being fake in the opposite the completely opposite way because somebody will be like like give you a rude look and they didn't mean to that's just their, their resting <laughs> face <laughs> but then but, but 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 then you get to know them and they're a sweet person mm. or there's somebody who's like oh yeah you did great and yeah. <laughs> it's just the opposite. They're like, ha, ha, uh-huh. ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that reminds me of what Daniel just said about, like, you know, um, not like looking at someone and judging them because we're all made in it, but yeah. like, you know, in the image of God and, you know, uh, judging somebody based off what you think they think about you mm-hmm. rather than actually getting to know them. And uh-huh. I'd say that <laughs> that's happened throughout. Oh, since I joined back in School of Rock, there are people that. I never would have thought I've been close with and it, like if I could if I could tell school of rock me <laughs> about like about uh, Matilda now I would be blown away <laughs> really? yeah for yeah. sure and it was a year ago that's crazy wait in what ways um friends yeah uh, j- just the people I'm not talking about roles or anything to be honest um joining back in school of rock I only knew Daniel Ivy and Josh Everest mm-hmm and I was glad they were there because they were the only people I'd talk to. And, uh, I mean, that was nice to have them, too. But now, I, since Godspell, I knew everybody in that cast. Okay, so what changed? Okay, uh, well, there was there was Godspell bringing every person together in every rehearsal, spending so much time together. Um, I mean, I don't know. Looking back over a year, I, I, think, I think God has... Um, I, I, th- I think God brought me back in School of Rock on purpose. Ooh. Um, yeah, and I'm 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 really glad he did because I love it here. Yeah, that was so tender. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was great. What has what have you guys learned just overall about relationships and community at CYT? There's some good people out there. Oh yeah. That's like especially at oh, CRT. Okay, great podcast, bye guys. <laughs> great people in the world. Well, Roll the just, credit. Just, no, that was like that was like so so deep. Also. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, like dropped. I just like never experienced because like I don't have like a great relationship and like friendships at like school just because like I don't like them. <laughs> no, no offense to that, but like Anthony, this like, whole podcast, you've been so <laughs> encouraged about your school. <laughs> <laughs> But like, <laughs> Ooh, you're gonna get sued. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I just feel like there's no one that like shows God at school, mm. and like at school at CYT, there's like so many people who like love the Lord and like want to pursue Him, and like mm. I want to be friends with those people, yeah. and not the people at school who like are like the complete opposite. There's just just so something just so much different. Like when you meet somebody who is uh, a man or a woman of God um, or somebody who's walking in the Lord and walking in their calling. Um, you you can o- pretty much just always tell there's like something different about this person. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so nice to be in a place where people actually care about you. Mm-hmm. Like people actually care yeah. about oh, yeah. you yep. and your feelings and your opinions and let you be heard. Um, and CYT is just such a great space for that. Mm-hmm. It's just like I've never had a time where I'm talking to somebody and like getting like opening up and, and getting raw with somebody and real yeah. that I've had the same like experience in, in other places. And in other places, these people just like ki- like basically basically just cut you off and, and like um, 
want not much to do with you anymore. Like yeah. now that they know like that everybody struggles with things and like yeah. real stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's also kind of what I meant by like being fake is like pretending that nothing wrong ever goes on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, because that frustrates me because some, some people really do go through stuff. And I think that it's not talked about enough um, that people, you know, are struggling and we are called to walk with them mm-hmm. um, and to be their brother and sister in Christ and, and be that witness that's there for them. And honestly, it can literally just be sitting with somebody like, you don't need, mm-hmm. it, there doesn't even have to be any words coming out of y'all's mouths. Like it just feels so amazing. And it's such a gift from the Lord that he has people that are there that will just sit there and just be with you and just actually care about you. It's yeah. just so genuine. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And you can't find that. I've never found that anywhere else, mm-hmm. anywhere that's not, uh, same. anywhere that's not, even um, if it's like another, like base place, Christian theater or something mm-hmm. like, it's just like, it's so strong in CIT and it's just like, it's different. What do you think that thing is that like unlocks the door of like genuine kind of like what you were just talking about, that genuine connection and that genuine relationship and that, yeah. So, um, I think there's a huge difference from, or between walking into a place and <laughs> into a place and everybody's smiling and waving and being like acting like your friend and being fake. Or if you walk into a place with real people where things actually go wrong in the world. Um, um, I think that's also a place where you can really see God. Because somebody might think that Christians are always like, just everything's okay, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that they're they're real people in this community we have, and that's good. Mm. I, I said this the other day um, that my relationship with the Lord has grown exponentially in the hard times more than in the good times. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. because you know, and I think some people do. They, <laughs> yeah. they think like people don't think that I'm saved and I'm walking with the Lord if I'm having trouble. And I'm like, no, like <laughs> they that live godly shall suffer persecution. Like life is hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you being honest about your struggles and your setbacks doesn't mean that someone's going to be like, Oh, you must be in sin. Like, mm. no, like nobody <laughs> thinks that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, nobody here, it's you know, almost maybe. like I've heard that exact statement from somebody before. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I just, we're just, we're just so much, we're called to do life together, mm-hmm. you know, and we're all growing closer called. together because we're all real with each other. Yeah. I mean, back again to Godspell it is everybody getting so close and yeah, um, for sure. very real sometimes, very real. Yeah, <laughs> um, there was uh sorry to catch you on. No, 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 go ahead. Okay. <laughs> there was a whole, I'm getting re- really embarrassing with this one. <laughs> there was a rehearsal About where time. we went out into <laughs> the lobby, the disciples. I think it was like, I think there were 12 of us. Uh, and we, it was after we had ran through, like, the first time, the full scene of Jesus' death. And, like, that's a very, it was, it was a very emotional scene. It was very intense. Um, that was the first time we had run through it. And then we all walked out into the lobby and just had, like, a 20-minute crying session. <laughs> and it was, like, but it was so humbling that you were able to be so real and raw with these people, and they were willing to give it back to you. So it's like, Ooh. yeah. Did you do Godspell? I did not. I know oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I do. Um, you know, there was definitely something special about Godspell. It was kind of like this. Um, you know, well, first of all, you it's it's almost impossible to like dive into any any amount of scripture with brothers and sisters in Christ and not come out on the other side, Mm. you know, with another level of sanctification and relationship and connectivity and just an understanding even about yourself of just like, Oh man, like the Lord, the Lord just revealed so much about me that I need to work through or that I'm or whatever it is. And so anyway, so Godspell was just, there were so many transcendent moments that I could not have even, dreamt of creating mm. like the lord was just like mm-hmm. boom 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 in your um cyt journey specifically as it relates to cyt how have you seen your spiritual life or your relationship with the lord grow i think exponentially it's like the you 
you become the environment that you put yourself in. I talked about this to, I think it was Tyler and Anthony the other day. Every single thing, um, every song, every um, TV show, movie, even I guess, you know, just, just anything that culturally and socially, you know, goes on in daily life. There's like almost always some spiritual agenda behind it. Um, and something that is influenced that or things like that. And so it's very important that we, the Bible says, guard your heart and surround yourself with things, um, that are, um, good and uplifting. Um, you know, we, we, we have to do that, but then there's also the part of it where it's like going out into those spaces and then creating those spaces that are like CYT, like where it's, um, you're, you're open to expressing your faith and expressing things like that without people who have, I think, been in those situations and been in those, those spaces and areas, it would be impossible for people to start new ones. Cause you know, they don't know what it's like to walk in a space and an, a community that is like that. Does that make any sense? Yeah. And so it's just like when you look at it and you look at everything that you're surrounding yourself with, um, you can actually really see how, how much spiritually it affects you. Um, like, and you can become numb to um, conviction by the spirit. Um, you, you know, you can... Um, there's all sorts of things that, I mean, <laughs> we can go into it for hours. It's just a whole, the spiritual world is like, is so real. And um, your soul is so important that the Lord and the devil battle over it day and night. Like you are that important and you are, you matter that much. Um, and it's just so important who you surround yourself with and what you surround yourself with. And then even like with that group going out and outreaching to, to others and, and things like that. Yeah, I think that people often underestimate the power of community and being with brothers and sisters in Christ. And I think you made a really good point because, um, you know, when we establish something here, you know, within a community, and this is the level of transparency or this is the level of respect that we show each other or this is the, you know, whatever it is, the you know, our guiding principles of the way that we interact with and engage with each other. I think that um, the thing that is hard is if you don't have a frame of reference for that, it is hard to replicate that somewhere else. But the key is that those who do know how to do that have to replicate it. You know, like you have to go to your school and like become that. You have to go to your church and become that or your job and become that. And that is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. It's the most critical part, but it's also the hardest part to go into a school where it's like, they're not trying to like do the Jesus thing, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know, <laughs> but it's like, that's, that's where the Jesus thing needs to happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it needs to be in these spaces where it's not. What was the question? I don't remember <laughs> my original question. I wonder if every time we just have like a, like a second, just, and then I just wonder, and Anthony, every time you should go, what was the question? What was <laughs> just like whisper it in. I'll just take that sound bite and put yeah. it everywhere. <laughs> you could sample that. No, I was, the, new the, the question was about your spiritual life and CYT, like how, how you've grown. Oh. Um, or have you not grown? I think I've definitely. Do you I've even love grown. the Lord? I love the Lord. I promise. <laughs> I promise. But at the beginning, like I, like, I don't think I really understood what it meant. Like, I didn't, like, understand. Like, I couldn't grasp mm. what christianity and like loving the lord was so i was just like okay cool i'm gonna pray every weekend at rehearsal cool but like i think throughout the years like just like a couple of years ago i like finally like realized like this is cool <laughs> my life my life is getting better with this and i kind of like it so like then i kept kept paying more attention to it and kept like okay like diving deep or not like deep because i don't know deeper deeper yeah deeper yeah, yeah. but like and just like really understanding and looking through it more and just i'm just like seeing more and more every day just like this is cool <laughs> <laughs> this is where this is where i'm supposed to be yeah yeah it's still a struggle to like figure out but like with y'all it's easier what's well, a struggle like, to figure out like christianity as a whole because i think it makes sense but like really diving deeper into it and it's just like hard to do alone but like mm. with CYT, it helps a lot. Yeah. yeah. You're not, you are not alone. 
anybody know who that is? No. Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but you're you're not alone. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things that like sometimes can be intimidating even when you like join a new community or whatever. You're like, oh, I'm not as, I don't know, spiritual enough or I don't mm-hmm. know enough scripture or I don't pray three hours a day. You know, <laughs> like, you know, Sally May, who is also the lead in 38 shows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't have that. But like, you know, like there's been so many, yeah, usually young guys that like I just like well let's let's go have coffee and let's break open the Bible and let's let's kind of dive into these scriptures and let's let's talk about what it means and and uh, I I want more people to do that you know I want to do more with like guys group and with girls yeah. group and and with Bible studies and you know because sometimes it is intimidating you're like mm-hmm. what in the world like especially some of these books in the Bible you're like mm-hmm. I don't even like did you just say that like there was like a lion that also has like wings and there's like a <laughs> skull and you know what I mean you're like yeah. what in the world is happening here um but anyway yeah I think the the key is to not do it alone yeah you know because it can it become out. intimidating mm-hmm. and I would say don't be discouraged at where you're at but instead be excited and express gratitude for where God's going to take you mm. because like there it's, there's only more ahead. Like yeah. there's only more learning ahead. So how do you guys stay grounded and humble with performing so much? Like you guys are on stage all the time, showcases and you know, what, whatever main stage shows, you know, uh, and sometimes it's stressful and sometimes you mm-hmm. want your things to be right. Or sometimes you, you know, whatever. Um, how do you stay grounded and humble in all of all of the things that you're climbing and aspiring to do? Um, how do you keep that foundation? Well, this might not be the answer you're looking for. <laughs> I want your answer. <laughs> well, Go for it. well, okay. My answer is that uh, there are a lot of people a lot better than me. Yeah. <laughs> so if I was the person that's a lot better, then maybe I would have a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. You know, honestly, the, I think that's the key to humility in, in general. Well, I'm know? not even saying I'm being super humble right now. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just uh, yeah. <laughs> there are just actually people <laughs> that are just. Yeah, but acknowledging yeah. it for sure makes yeah. a difference. Yeah. yeah. Well, and even if you are that that person that's like the big the big fish in this pond, there's always a bigger pond. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So there's somebody that has done it better, mm-hmm. sang it better, danced it better you know, directed it better, whatever it is, you know, there's always that, you know, person that, that does it. So unless you're Jeremy Jordan, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're Jeremy Jordan. I feel like it gives me motivation. So I can like get to their level and just be like, yeah, I got pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like, cause like maybe they did it better and yeah, they did it better, but like maybe I can get close and be like, I tried my best. I got better in the process. And like, <laughs> preach. <laughs> and I love how optimistic you are. What does that mean? <laughs> I forget. Optimistic, like uh, hopeful for the future. Oh yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. very for like sure. you mm-hmm. know positive. I'm, I don't usually ever see you like, and as a negative person. Because I, I just like keeping my mindset positive. And like I can control Think it. Positive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like I feel like I can control like most of the time how I'm feeling, and like if I'm thinking positive or negatively. And like I'd rather think positive and be happy. Like why would I want to be sad and and think negative? Yeah, you should be the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> why? Like- <laughs> can you imagine like like? Uh, callback lists come out and you're like but why are you sad (laughs) (laughs) tell that tell that to the kids who miss thanksgiving dinner because they they why are you sad right now (laughs) why are you hungry (laughs) (laughs) go eat your dinner (laughs) stop practicing Uh, it's been three months it's still waiting for you (laughs) oh all jokes all jokes think one of the devil's biggest tactics in this world is to distract us i mean especially mm-hmm. today like you can be i mean social media is the probably the biggest today mm-hmm. i mean just culture in general um just everything it's just like um any way he can he's gonna get you away from the word and from worship and from prayer um and that can absolutely be performing and shows um like 
during music, man, it was just like, it was so hard for me because I was so tired every night. It was so hard for me just to get in that, in that, uh, place where I was even wanting to open my work and even wanting to open or to, um, even turn on words of music or, or just anything with that. Cause I was just so tired. I was done. I just wanted to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which sometimes rest is very, very important too. Um, uh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's not sometimes. <laughs> Always. Spiritual discipline. Uh-huh. <laughs> For sure. Um, you just have to remember that, you know, he's always going to be throwing things at you to get you away from where the Lord is leading you. Um, anywhere in life, like period, like it's just how it works. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely the most distracted generation there is. Because there's just a lot to be distracted by, which I think also is the thing that can be discouraging sometimes because there's just so much for you to like look at and think mm-hmm. you need to be good at. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, like the fact that social media is a distraction and also people feel like they have to be good at it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like I, feel I have to post it just right or like I need to. OK, now now since we talked about social media, what's up with these like fake Instagram accounts? What do you mean? Fake, fake. The like fence, the things. Is that a thing? Wait, like pins? the people with the double account. Oh, the spam account. Is oh. that what that's called now? <laughs> that's just now because you, spam account. you you only want certain people to see yeah. the actual moments of your life. <laughs> you make you're embarrassed private. to post. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No hate. No it's hate. called <laughs> being fake. <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, why don't you just have one then and tell everybody else that you can't be my follower? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not a bad point, <laughs> to be honest. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't have social it's, media. It's, it's interesting. You don't have any social media? Go you, bro. That's great. Uh, yeah, I don't think so, no. You used to have nice. an Instagram. Did you get rid of it? I have an account, but like not the app. And I use it every so often on my computer. Why? To check up on like news. Like, no, like, see why what? don't you have it? Oh. Sorry. Like what? What? How'd you get there? Uh, it's just really distracting. And it took away from like my everyday life. It took like hours away. And like, I don't, I, like there's like a day where I was like, this is, this is dumb. And I just deleted it. But like the next day I got it back and it like, <laughs> it kept going in that circle. But, like, one day I finally deleted it, and I've never gotten it back on my phone. How long has this been? Nice. Uh, I don't know. A year and a half, maybe. Sweet. Jeez. I think, or I don't know if that's long. I think that might be too long. I don't know. But it's been a a minute. It's been a minute. Kind of, like, go under the radar a little bit. Yeah, I People don't really know your moves. I love it. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and sometimes it's so frustrating because, like, the social media game also like presents like all this like FOMO and people are like missing out of like and I or feel like they have to keep up with people and that's how I felt. I was yeah. like, I want to know about these people's lives, but like if I want to know about their lives, like might as well like call them, call them, yeah, or something. <laughs> and just like might as well talk to them and hang out with them. Hmm. Or something. Yeah, who would have thought? That's hmm. why. That's uh, that's why I like the the no phones culture thing at cyt because you can (laughs) actually talk to people true when we first started that people i mean you would have thought that we were like asking people to switch religions (laughs) like seriously i can i can imagine i hated it i hated it it. at first yeah Yeah. oh my goodness why because you were addicted to your phone yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) did you know that you were addicted no yeah i did i was i didn't have that thought i didn't I didn't think I was addicted. I feel like most people didn't know they were addicted till somebody tried to take it away. Mm. Then they turned into little gremlins. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the way to do it, to be honest. That is, yeah. All right, cool. All right. What questions do you guys have for me? If you were like, I have an opportunity right now to ask Tyler whatever I want. Wow, and he has to be honest. About That's it. crazy. What's your shoe size? Never shoe thought size. Size. Okay, it depends yeah. on the shoe. Really? <laughs> these are my Walmart shoes, though. Let me tell you something about these Walmart <laughs> shoes. They're so comfortable. <laughs> I bought them for Tech Week, and uh, now I wear them all the time. I feel like a little grandpa <laughs> walking around my little. But they're so really. I'm telling you, they're so comfortable. What size is that? This is either uh, eight and a half or a ten. I don't know. Okay. Okay. That's a big jump. That is a big jump. Nope, he just I'm sorry, a, n- a nine and a half or a ten. Sorry. <laughs> he just took off his shit. These are a ten. They do it. Well, also, honestly, like when I was little, my mom bought me Walmart shoes and like Oh, we're on they this. Work still. Just, they work just <laughs> <laughs> What'd you yeah. say? They work just fine. Yeah. Said, oh, we're on this still. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. What is your okay. greatest piece of advice? Ever. Like for, ever. For like yeah, for your life. Ever. My life. Your life. For yeah, for anyone. Oh, Lord. 
Um, my greatest advice. If I was to die today and give you advice, what would I say on my dying bed? What would you say? Um, I would say to never put anything above the Lord. Mm. To always keep him the number one. Um, we we always say we always say keep the main thing the main thing, you know, mm-hmm. and Jesus is the main thing. And I think that when we get distracted and anything exalts itself above the Lord. Um, there have been so many people in my life where I've seen that happen and it leads to nothing but damnation. It leads to mm. confusion. It leads to brokenness. Mm. It leads to hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say you definitely, my, my greatest advice that I could ever give to anybody is to follow Jesus wholeheartedly. Mm. Um, and in that you, you, you grow more and more every day. So I'm not like, mm. just, just follow Jesus and, yeah. you know, but it needs to be a deeper relationship every day. It needs to be more and more. You're learning more. Mm. You're trying more. You're discovering more. Um, you're reading more. And with that, the more you read, the more you understand. And the more you understand, the more there is revelation of the word of God. Mm. And so um, that would be my biggest thing. And I think definitely for young people, it's so important because as you grow um, and you get older, like the distractions, uh, secrets out, they don't stop. <laughs> There's actually just more, yeah. you know, like the discouragement of life. It doesn't decrease. It just increases. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, but the thing that stays constant is my relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a lot of stuff that goes wrong in my life. Right. But the thing that remains right is the Lord. Like mm. that's the thing that I lean on and I go to doesn't matter what the situation is in my life. And so because I have that constant, everything else has to be constant, you know, because I know I know that he's got he's got me. So there you go. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was so busy listening to your answer. Yeah. I didn't get to think of my question. <laughs> um, I do have another one. but Go for it. I was just going to ask how you were. How are you, Tyler? I'm great. I have rested a lot this really? Christmas break, so I'm, I'm glad. I'm feeling great. Green Giving day. up on feeling fighting. I did not. Give I'm just up. kidding. <laughs> but I definitely, <laughs> definitely hypocritical for me to I say. I definitely <laughs> failed during Tech Weekend shows. Mm. Can Anthony McClure hear what we say when he's up there in the booth? Ooh, oh, I've been wanting to know this. And so does he like, record mic lines? And does he actually so. do it? Like, does he actually listen to the backstage conversations? That's so funny. I don't think he can. So we can hear everything. No, they can't. Do you record it? We we do not record. <laughs> okay. It. We do not record. Pretty sure it. that would be illegal. <laughs> we do we do not record it. Um, we record the show, uh-huh. and we have we multi-track the show. Uh huh. Um, but we can hear what you say. But I have to. You have to turn the mic. Yeah. On. Actually, yeah. It's not like I sit there and go like. Let me just <laughs> listen to everybody's conversation. But. Okay, but if the mic is muted for the audience and for the video, is it muted for Anthony? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what have you, what have you said? Unless he's supposed to solo your microphone, so he could. He could. And he then could like solo put it on some mic. headphones okay. in the back or something. Huh? Like you could hear it through like headphones in the back or something. There's, spe- there's speakers in the sound booth, but just just the sound booth speakers. Oh, okay. But you could also do it through headphones. But no, we don't sit there and yeah. just listen to you guys' conversation. There have been a couple times where we've we've heard things. You know, because, <laughs> what? Oh, I can't. I mean, I can't. I, I, I can't imagine. Podcast. I'm not gonna. But yeah, not on the podcast. I'll tell you, I did. I'll tell you. But uh, yeah, there's there definitely have been times where like, oh, why didn't no? Oh, oh, hey, keep that mic on just for a little longer. <laughs> oh, I want to hear. Oh, uh, or like during the uh, <laughs> the Godspell recording. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I won't name drop. I won't name drop. But <laughs> it was me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said I won't name drop. But uh, um, one of you among us. <laughs> among us. <laughs> yeah, it was like the serious moment during so the show, funny. and then like on the recording, Josh is like, "This is like when he's saying one of you among us will betray me." He goes, "One of you among us," and then we just hear like faintly in a microphone. <laughs> okay, we were out in the lobby getting ready to walk down the the sex the aisle things. <laughs> Does that mean our mics are on in the lobby? Well, generally, um, it depends on the scene. Okay, it depends on the scene. But generally, I would assume that like 
60 seconds before you go on stage, okay. maybe a little bit more sometimes, your mic is is on. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, uh, like, if, if it's in our notes, like, let's say that a note was given to us, you know, three months ago that somebody was supposed to sing as an offstage vocal mm. and at some point that got changed and we didn't know about uh-huh. it well their mic is probably still on uh-huh. and so oh, there are sometimes oh. we're like that's how people like you hear people talking sometimes during like mm-hmm. songs and stuff it's like yeah. and you have to find like who it is and take them out of the queue and, yeah you know that's a wonderful stuff. world of microphones <laughs> oh it's a wonderful <laughs> life. it's a wonderful life. um all right friends final thoughts anything you want to tell the people before we sign off of here Come see Matilda. It's going to be a blast. Oh, yeah. Come it's going to be so much Matilda. fun. Yeah, I'll see it too. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's tough, man. I'll watch it. I'll watch Are you doing <laughs> tech, Anthony? You should at least do tech. I don't know. We'll see. I got to think about it. Well, you're sh- you have a show thing at the same time, right? Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, maybe not. I have one act. You could just. Which is plays, which I don't like. <laughs> yeah. You just boycott. It's okay. I'm just kidding. The last play was really good, though. Which one? Which was one? it Puffs? Puffs. Yeah, Puffs. yeah. Yeah. That one was, that was cool. good. That, that was, was funny. It <laughs> was, was a good one. Was was good. Good. All right, friends. Thank you so much for joining this conversation. I appreciate it. Um, you guys are smart people. You guys got smart things to say. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> no, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. So um, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having us, Tyler. Thank you for a chat in the green room. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Is this where the music fades in? This is where the music fades in right now. (laughs) Cue it. (laughs) All right, bye, friends. Mm